When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. start today off um, I need your guys helped help because I got an email from a trader and, and I, um, it's gonna turn into a podcast episode um, but I, I'd love to have your insight as well instead of just sharing my opinion so we'll take a few few minutes to do that before we hop into the charts email says hey Akil uh, my name is I'll leave the name blank um, and I am 22 years old living in Germany I started learning the basics of trading on baby pips and following you on YouTube since uh, I think one month now. Uh, hopefully some more months will follow. First, I wanna thank you for your videos and your Trading Coach podcast. I really enjoy everything you do and you recommend. I want to learn how to day trade and making a living out of it. I know it will take time. I am realistic also learning from your videos. The reason I am writing you this is the following. I really like learning about trading I, uh, I like watching you guys analyze the charts um, and learning the basic things about it. The problem I have is I often use, uh, I often use Google to search about trading and collect opinions about it. And here in Germany, trading is not as famous or popular as it is in other countries. Um, so many people are saying that you can't make a living out of it. Many people agree with them um, also. So I think that it's the majority of people that think that way. I'm trying to clean up the, uh, the language a little bit. Obviously, there's a language barrier. Um, although, he writes better than I speak, so it's pretty good. Um, they talk about trading as being gambling and about 98% of traders leaving within the first five years and so on, right? Sounds like a conversation we had yesterday, the 90-90-90 gang. Um, and if you're new, that's not a gang you want to be a part of. My own opinion is that I can do it due to hard work and learning um, learning and learning and taking it into practice. Of course, I think um, the basic affinity of trading is important too um, that you can't learn. But as mentioned, I'm totally new into it and those other opinions, also from my father, they unsettle me and make me think about the whole thing. I heard of Astro Forex, oops, probably should have said that. Um, I heard of a company and lots of other quote, successful day traders who are called uh, scams here in Germany, but also in the UK and other countries. Maybe they are, um, maybe they're not, um, we can't know. But I decided to write and follow you because I felt some trust and realism in your person and in your words. A person who teaches people about trading and not just the positive things about it and uh, showing cars and lux uh, luxurious things to sell their courses and stuff like that. Uh, I think I can give 
some more weight to your opinion than others um, who just want to sell me this stuff. Um, blah, blah, blah. Of course, I watch your videos. Is trading gambling? Although I think I can do it. Such statements by the majority make me unsure and make me think if I'm just chasing a dream. Now, this is the part where I need your, your input. How did you master those stages of the early unsure trader? And what are your experiences about trading after all those years? Can everyone catch that dream? Is it the majority of, uh, is the majority of unexperienced enough to prove what they tell other people about trading? Is the, uh, I guess in your experience is, hmm. Is the majority not experienced? Is the majority not experienced enough to really prove what they tell other people about trading? I hope you can give me a tip or advice or just feedback. I'm sure you get 2,000 emails per day, but I wanted to try it. All right, go. What do you guys think? I guess first and foremost, were you guys under the same opinion? Um, did you face the same type of backlash where people telling you that you're an idiot, you're stupid for following this dream? Um, I guess what got you into what, what kind of got you over that hurdle of, of believing the masses and what is your opinion in hindsight, looking back at where you're currently at today for you guys that have made it kind of past at least that initial level, um, in comparison to what you first thought. Peter says, uh, <laughs> Peter's trying to, Peter says, sign up for a course. <laughs> Peter. I mean, this, yeah, it's true. Sign up for next week's Ascension course. Yeah, for Ascension's workshop. But um, I told the trader I'd respond to him on podcast. So that workshop's going to be over by the time uh, this is heard. Uh, Raymond says, there was definitely backlash, um, but more of people not finding it dumb, but trying to protect me from failure because they didn't understand. So um, Raymond says, not people didn't necessarily think he was he was dumb or stupid uh, for following this dream, but I guess the normal fear, and this is that whole comfort zone, the, the fear of doing something that is different, that's a little bit uncomfortable, that isn't kind of the natural, get a normal job, safe job, salary, all that fun stuff, which is kind of interesting because in these times right all those safe jobs aren't as safe as people once thought that's a that's a story for another day but that's that's very curious it's very interesting right the fact that many people have followed this path of safety and there's nothing wrong with doing it i'm not one of those people that i i, I don't believe everyone should want to be an entrepreneur i used to be like that and then i realized if everybody wanted to be an entrepreneur the world wouldn't go anywhere because there'd be no employees right the point of life is to be happy. Do something that makes you happy. Um, and whether that, you know, preferably I think you should have a job that makes you happy. But if it's a job that produces a life that allows you to be happy, that's just as good. But it is kind of interesting that so many of the people that yelled at maybe people like Raymond, you're dumb for going out and trying to do something on your own. You should just, you know, stick with this this safe nine to five, this safe salary um, that has pensions and, 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 and benefits and all this stuff. We get to a time like this where, and I, and I don't mean to offend anyone because I'm, I'm dealing with the same hardships in my family and friends and people being laid off, but is it, we're starting to realize that nothing is really safe. And in fact, if there was one thing that would be safe, um, maybe it's the thing that you have control over. 
And again, that's my mind speaking. The reason I want to be an entrepreneur is simply because I didn't want my life to kind of, I didn't want to rely on anyone for my livelihood. If I wanted to fail, I want to fail on my own. If I want to succeed, I want to succeed on my own. I, I didn't want any ceiling in, in, in what I could accomplish. I didn't want to rely on someone else as being my floor. Um, so that is interesting. These days it's kind of gotten flipped. But yeah, I, Raymond says people didn't necessarily call him dumb, but more of a safety. They, they didn't want to see you fail. They, they, they heard trading is gambling. Maybe they heard the numbers of the failure rate and they said, you know, may, let's try to gear you away from, uh, from it because you're really going against the grain. And I don't think they're wrong for that. I mean, especially people that are, I mean, you would hope you have people that encourage you, but at least they're doing it for the right reason. I and mean, again, if, if you're going into an industry where you, you hear 90% of people fail and you're like, hey, I want to do that. The chances are you're going to fail. Um, now it's up to you to be a little bit different, but I can understand where the protection comes in. That that makes perfect sense. Um, Andrew says, my flatmate is still asking me if I'm a millionaire already. <laughs> Give it a few years when you're good. He's going to ask you to trade his money for him. Um, I, I, I can't tell you. I, I've, you know, I put a interesting uh, tweet yesterday where it's like, you know, I've got a Samsung Galaxy Note 8, which is like a million years old now. Um, and my notifications no longer work, right? I don't like, I don't, first I thought I had it on mute. I didn't really care about it. Like it doesn't make a noise, uh, when I get like an email or a text message and I went into the settings and did all this stuff. And of course, conspiracy theory where it's like, it's been like this for a while. As soon as a new phone comes out, right? You know, they, they hit the little switch and they, they make all your old phones have bugs. That is actually proven. Apple lost a lawsuit because of that. Although what they had to pay in the lawsuit wasn't nearly as much as what they made on new phone sales. Um, so I put out this little conspiracy theory thing like Samsung's trying to get me to buy a new phone, but little do they know, I don't want my notifications on anyway because they annoy me. And everyone and their mom and their sister is reaching out to me during these times, um, again, because I'm the, the, the money guy, the trading guy, the market person um, for advice. And all these people before were the ones that were just like, hey, you're crazy, you're stupid. Why would you do that? Isn't that gambling? So it's funny how things switch so quickly. Um, Raymond says... Uh, or Ali says, uh, listen to people who have what you want. Um, don't, uh, don't listen to people who have, uh, listen to people who have what you want. Don't, who don't, don't to those who don't have success and are still giving you info for what you should do in your life. Yeah. So listen to people that have done it. Don't listen to people that have not done it, um, is basically what, what he's saying. And yeah, I, I think that's, you know. I think that's a good advice as as well, right? Listen to people that have gone through the journey instead of people that haven't done it because in many cases, people that haven't done it, no matter what that it is, the reason they haven't done it is because they're, if they want to do it, the reason they, have, they haven't done it is because they're afraid and you are a threat to them because if you were to do it and succeed, you put pressure on them to succeed as, as well, right? Think about it as a group, right? A, a great... Uh, quote I heard from Will Smith once was Will Smith hates skydiving, right? He hates, he's afraid of heights. He hates skydiving. He's with some friends at a bar or something. And you know, a couple, couple drinks are flowing and, uh, they come up with this great idea where they say, Hey, we're going to skydive tomorrow. He's like, yeah, I'll do it. Cause you know, you know, peer pressure. And then he gets to the next day and he's like, Oh crap. Like I actually agreed to do this. And he's trying to look for people to back out. He's trying to be like, hey, you know, hey, Jim, 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 uh, you know, you, <laughs> you don't really want to do this, right? Hey, 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 Todd, 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 hey, 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 Mike, right? You don't really want to do this, right? And he's looking for people to give him an excuse not to do it. Because if two people do, that's just the excuse you, you need. Uh, Mike's not doing it. Todd's not doing it. Nah, okay, I'm not going to do it either. But when everyone's saying yes, 
that puts pressure on you, right? You don't, no one wants to be that oddball. No one wants to be that one person that says no when everyone else is doing the right thing. So that's one of the reasons a lot of people will kind of crush your dreams because they, it, it's just, it's nothing to do with you. It's selfishness with them. It puts the pressure on them to do the same. And, and many people aren't willing to do that. Um, going on, um, you have to have an entrepreneurship mindset to do this and pursue it. I think, yeah. And, and this is your business. You know, trading is a business from, from every aspect. It, it's one of the greatest businesses out there. Um, if you just look at a look at it from a business perspective, um, do you need a brick and mortar location to be a trader? No. Do you need employees to be a trader? Do you need to hire employees? No. What is the startup cost? Minimal. Right? What are the hours? You're choosing. And eventually you get to the point where actually the, the hours are, are kind of infinite because the money, you know, you can make money while not actually doing work. Um, but it's, it's a very, it, it's mobility, freedom of time, right? It checks all the boxes for the perfect business. Um, and online businesses in general are like that, but trading and, and tr- trading because of the fact that, again, it, it can it can allow you to create money without you doing a, a, a per hour type of uh, type of work for it. So. Yeah, you definitely are an entrepreneur if you want to be a, a trader. Of course, you can grow to anything you, you want. Um, if you really love trading, Raymond says, you should just sh- shut those others out of your head and stay focused. Um, that's exactly what I'm doing. I love trading and I want the personal responsibility over my life. Drew says, I'm a little late on the question, so forgive me, guys. Um, for me, it was the same uh, same chances of turning pro in football, except it all comes down to the mental discipline and hard work compared to athletic ability. Yeah, I remember I started writing an article, this was like 10 years ago, on the comparison between making it and trading, and I think I chose professional baseball um, with the odds and stuff like that. And it's very similar. The only difference with trading and, and, and a professional athlete is professional athlete, they're, they're, you have to be, you have to win the genetic lottery. So I, I don't care who you are, right? If you don't have the right genes your chances of making it massively decline and there's nothing you can do about it. Now, again, there are outliers. There are people, basketball players like Muggsy Bogues and Spud Webb who are like 5'4 and 5'2 that make it. Nate Robinson, they're the outliers, right? There are very small, tiny receivers. NFL's a little bit different now, but you know, back when I was in, again, back when I was in high school, I didn't get a scholarship to a D1 because I was two inches too short, right? Nothing I can do about that. Aside from grow my hair out a little bit, nothing I can do about that. Um, trading, you don't need genetics, right? It's a skill. It's a skill that anyone anyone can learn. Um, but the chances are slim. But has that stopped any professional athlete? Has any professional athlete said, well, you know, most people don't make it, so I'm not going to make it either. No, it's the difference of mindset. It's, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be different. I'm going to go against the grain. I'm going to do what people say I can't do. And in many cases, I'm going to use that as motivation, right? I can't wait for the Michael Jordan series to come out later this year. But, right, the story is what Michael Jordan got cut from his, his freshman high school basketball team, right? And he used that for inspiration the rest of his life. Tom Brady, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, right? Drafted in what? what was he a six-round draft pick? Late in the draft. Had like the worst measurable, measurables ever at the NFL Combine, Right? All these teams that passed up on him, he wrote them on a checklist and used that as, as motivation for the rest of his career. 
So I'm like you. That's how I like to use it. I, I, I find pleasure in trying to achieve something that most people won't achieve. That's winning the game for me. That's winning the game. Um, you won't know unless you try it and you get the right ed education to see how successful you are. Yeah, and, and that makes a difference too. The right education, that's, that's massive. And, and that goes back to changing the, the, kind of the, 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 the idea that everyone puts in your head that trading is gambling. And if you have, that, if you have the wrong idea about what trading is, you're, you're not going to be successful. And it doesn't necessarily have to be trading is gambling, but if you think the whole get-rich-quick scheme, you're not going to be successful because now you're shooting for an unachievable goal. Right. I don't know how many of you guys know baseball, um, but basically, if you can hit 300 in baseball, you're one of the best hitters in the league. Right. So if you can if you can get a hit three out of every 10 at bats, you're one of the best hitters in the league in, in professional baseball. So is it realistic for you to set a goal that says I'm going to I'm going to get a hit every five out of 10 at bats? No, it's not impossible, but it's not realistic. And and. You can be a, a 400 hitter, but you, you're still going to think of yourself as a failure because you haven't hit that, that too high of an expectation. When you have the proper expectation, it kind of puts things in perspective and allows you to succeed. So I know a big thing for me was when I changed the perspective that I wasn't going to be a millionaire in, in, in three years. That I wasn't going to take a $1,000 account and turn it into to 20000 in two years. When I started having a realistic expectation of what could be achieved from trading and, 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 and shifted my mindset to focus on that, I became a lot better because I was no longer defeating myself each time I had a good performance, but not a performance that met my expectation. Right. I can have a, I can have a really good 5% month, but I'm hearing about people make 10% months. If I didn't achieve that, I thought I was a loser and I had to redo my strategy. I told you guys a story many times about my trading partner at the time, my best friend, who consistently created these awesome trading strategies that were like 60, 70 percent correct. But because he wanted to be 100 percent correct, he would ditch him and start anew. In hindsight, if he knew that hey, you're going to be a 70 percent trader, that's that's like the top of the top as far as percentage wise. It doesn't necessarily mean you're, you're great, but that's, you know, I, I don't think you're going to get much higher than a 70% hit rate. If that would have been his expectation, he probably would have stuck with the strategy. If he would have stuck with the strategy, he would have fine-tuned it to, to maximize the expectancy, and, he, and he'd probably be a, a really profitable trader right now. But he had false expectations. He, he thought 90% had to be the goal, so he threw away the good in hopes of what he thought was the great. Jerry says, um, you find someone who has done it, and is doing it, learn how they are doing it and become a massive learner of their approach. Yeah, the best way to, and I don't get why people don't understand this, right? Everyone wants to reinvent the wheel. I mean, it's an ego thing. I do understand why people don't do this. It's an ego thing, right? The best way to become successful is to find someone that has already done it and copy them. And there's no shame in it, right? People, many traders especially have ego issues where it has to be done their own way. Um, find someone, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Find something that works, copy them, right? You can always add your own little, little, little tweak to it, but find something that works and copy them, right? I do that with cooking. Any of you guys cook? Same way, right? You're not necessarily inventing these new meals from scratch, right? You're following a recipe or something that your, your parents taught you, and then maybe you're adding something else to it, right? 
we have a, a tradition of, of male chefs here in, in, the, in the Stokes family. And I was telling my dad the other day, I'm like, hey, remember, uh, you know, we used to grow up, grow up, I used to love tuna fish patties, like crab cakes, but um, I'm allergic to shellfish. So we would do like tuna cakes. And that was one of my favorite meals growing up. And the other day he came up and I made some for him. I was like, what'd you do to this? I'm like, well, you know, I, I put some, uh, not just tuna fish, but I put some black beans in there and blah, blah, blah. And just added a little tweak to something that was already good to kind of make it my own. Right? You, you, you do something that has proven to work and you just make it your own. Um, do, do, do. Some people will tell you that it can't be done because your potential success is intimidating to them, but it might be showing them their own fears about stepping out of their comfort zone. Yep, and that's 100% true. Now, I, I would say many people may not even notice that. So you got to be fair to those people. Um, it's 100% true, but a lot of people don't even realize they're doing it. It's just because it's comfortable. It, it's, the, it's, the, it's the natural thing to do, right? It's the natural thing to do is to, 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 to be comfort and... and be cautious. So some of those people know. Some of them people know. They look in the mirror every day and they say, I'm a failure. I'm a loser. Some people know that, but some people don't. They've just been trained that way for their entire life. And they don't They don't know any better. Uh, Cody says, great, great quote by Will Smith. Fail early, fail often, fail forward. Um, beautiful, beautiful. I'm almost caught up on your comments, by the way. Um, Jerry says, trading has to be a passion. If your attitude is, hey, uh, looks like this is a way to make money, so I'll give it a shot, you will end up with your first string of, lo of losses. Yeah, and that's, that's the perspective we talked about. Yep, You got to have the right, the right idea of what it is. Um, Peter said, I had, a, uh, I had that friend, thought he would be part of the 99%. Craig says, got to enjoy the process. Jerry said, people always tell me what an awesome cook I am. All I do is follow the recipe without deviation. Yeah, look, if it works, if it, look, if it works. Like, how do you think chain restaurants work? Right? How do you think chain restaurant works? Right? They're, they're, the chefs aren't back there doing their own thing, are they? No, they're following the recipe. <laughs> they're taught a specific way to cook this specific meal on the menu because it is proven to work. It is proven that people like it. It is proven across restaurant to restaurant to restaurant that this is the way to do it. And when people go to that new restaurant, they expect it to taste the same. Yeah. No different. Peter says, that's what I love about tier one trading. Uh, we have a great menu and we can run uh, with some strategies or we can adjust and fit our trading style. You have the safety and uh, of a safety net of a community around you to help if needed. Uh, and Joe Kim says, uh, learn to love the process, uh, learn to love trading, develop good habits and routines, enjoy the process and work to mindset. So I appreciate that, guys. Um, I, I want to, uh, were, how did you guys, were, did any of you guys fall for scams at all? I know we, we've had a few accountability sessions. I just shared one, or I, I think I'm going to share one today of, uh, one of our traders who blew 20 grand in the market, um. How did you, how, how did you, how did you overcome, because here, here's what happens is most, most people, and, and we, we tend to get a lot of people that are at their worst. So most people have a, a fear of trading because of a past experience, which, which is normal, right? You know, I, I got PTSD about my knees um, and, and whatnot. So how did you get over the fact that you got scammed by someone selling you a dream or whatnot and still still were able to say that, hey, this is what I want to do. I'm going to change my mindset and focus on the 
on the correct way. How did you, I think that's one of the things that this trader is getting. He hasn't been scammed yet, but he's hearing the fear of all these scams out there kind of make him wonder. Um, was, was there something specific that you told yourself to get over that? I, I was fortunate enough to never be scammed either. Um, I don't even think I've, I, I don't even think I felt, and, and scams are different. Don't get me wrong. Um, I don't think I, I didn't fall for any scams because I, I just, I, I was too stubborn at the beginning to think that I needed help. So I was like, you know, someone was like, Hey, Keel, I'll make you a million dollars in a day. I'm like, no, 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 I'm gonna do it myself. <laughs> so I think I was too stubborn in, in wanting the ego of me wanting to do it. Cause I already thought I was this good trader. Cause I was, I did really, really well in the stock market. I think that caused me to just ignore anyone reaching out for help, aside from uh, Jason Stapleton when he reached out and put me through a, a I'm going to call it a trader intervention and, and basically put me in the corner of the ring and punched me until I said, uh, until I said no mas. It was like the, it was like Ali Foreman, um, except that I, I I curled up in a ball and died instead of kind of rowling at the end. Um, not sure if I Andrew says not sure if I can call it a scam. But in my previous trading platform, I was only taught a strategy and left alone. Yeah, I remember hearing that. Yeah, um, that was I think that that was Jason Greystone's experience as well. He was taught something and promised like this mentorship and then like never heard from the people again. Um, so, yeah, and you want to be careful with the word scams, you know, I, and I don't maybe I maybe we should use a different term. Um, I think of scams of like people just like blatantly lying to you and stealing your money. Someone that has just a poor program, that's not necessarily a scam. Maybe it's just, it's just a program that doesn't work the way you want it to. So I got to, you got to be careful with that. I mean, <laughs> we've had people call us a scam before because they've forgotten to cancel their membership and, and got billed, right? They decided, oh, it's the middle of the month. Uh, my membership renewed like 15 days ago. I want my money back. And it's like, ah, sorry. And we get called scams. So you got to be careful with that word. People have different experiences. Um, Jared said, in hindsight, some of those scams might have actually been decent trading systems, but I would not stick to the rules due to lack of discipline. That's, that's a very good point as well. Some things that we might have thought, and, and I, I deal with that a lot in my trading. I, I went through a, a various range of, of different strategies and whatnot. And Back then, I had the opinion. I just assumed they didn't work because you never, you know, you never shift blame anywhere else. You assume they didn't work. Um, then, when you look back, you're like, maybe it did work, and maybe I just wasn't doing it right. Maybe I didn't have the knowledge to make it work. That's a very good point as well. Um, you could have just not been in a position where you're ready to to succeed. Um, and that's the interesting thing about trading and, and really moments in life in general. We say that. Um, you, you've heard the, the, the kind of the, the saying that luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Um, it, it really does take both. You, you, the opportunity has to come, but you have to be prepared to take advantage of the opportunity. It's like, you know, it, it's a game winning shot type of deal, right? Everyone loves to get the game winning shot. If you aren't prepared to take it, and that's a mindset thing, if you aren't prepared to take that game winning shot, you're never going to hit that game winning shot. I don't know how many guys I've, I've passed up a few game winning shots when I was younger before I got the mindset where it's like, I want the ball. Like I'm ready for this. Like I, I want that moment to happen. So that's, that, that's key as well. Peter says not scam, but I worked with someone for too many years who kept jumping from strategy to strategy, um, in search of the 99% strategy. Uh, Wayne says not scam, but taught the basics of trading was told these are tried and tested. You will have millions in two years. So maybe not scam, but just kind of a false expectation. I guess you could have millions in two years if you start with a $2 million account. 
that's like the Jason Greystone thing the other day on Twitter. He says, hey, um, if I can get one million, if I can get one million people to send me a dollar here on Twitter, I'll give out a free guide on how to make a million dollars on Twitter. And I'm like, hey, now I get it. Some people fell for that. Really? <laughs> I'm like, dude, think about it. Think about it. One million people to give me one million dollars. And I'll send you a guide about how to become a millionaire on Twitter. Uh, uh, right. Glenn says to me, this journey is a long venture into the unknown. I've heard about a place called consistently. Pro I've heard of this place called consistently profitable trading, but I just can't see it yet. And it seems so far away. So you start off with faith, believing that you can get there, but also realizing that there is no guarantee. So each step is one day at a time. Focus on the process. Forever hopeful. Time will tell. That, that's a very good point. Because it's hard to, I don't think any of us, we, we can all dream about what success looks like, um, but none of us can see it. And we, we really are embarking, we, we, are, we are embarking on a journey for, and when we step off the boat, the person is saying, hey, you know that nine out of 10 of you will probably die. Right? You know there's a destination. You don't know where the destination is. You don't know what the destination looks like. You have no idea how long it will take you to get to that destination. And you know that nine out of 10 of you will not make it to that destination, right? It's crazy if you think about it. But that's where the confidence in yourself, that, that never give up attitude, that really, that trust, that, that's where the stubbornness and ego kind of come in as a, as a benefit. You have to bet on yourself. And at least, again, when you, when you pair yourself with the right people, there, there's, there, there's a big difference. I, I like to think of these, again, we can call them scammers, whatnot, people that just try to give you systems, right? That's like giving you a, 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 a weapon. So you're heading out for this journey. It's like, well, here's a knife. You, you can, you'll use this knife and this rope to get to your destination. It's like, well, that doesn't really help me. Like, I don't really know how to, I, like, I got this knife and this rope, but I, do I go left? Do I go right? Do I go forward? Right? You don't really have any information. That's where I think we've done a great job at being different, where obviously we're giving you the tools. We're giving you the knife and the rope and, and whatever. But we're also giving you a map. Now, that map is not a very, it, it, it's a detailed map, but not a detailed map, meaning it's a detailed map of what you're going to have to go through and, and what path you should take. But let's say things have changed since that map was created because different people are going to take different routes. There's many ways to get to that ultimate destination. But the main part is that community. It's along that journey, there are people that have made it to that final destination who are still on the path. And each time you get to a different checkpoint on the path, each time you get to a different ob obstacle, it's like having a, a, a personal guide with you saying, hey, yeah, so you see how that tree's knocked down? Here's what you want to do. Now, you still have to do it. You still have to do it. So it's like a spirit guide, I guess. I'm trying to think of a movie that had a, had a really good spirit guide in it. But it's like a spirit guide saying, hey, Raymond, there's going to be a tree. Use the rope. Throw it over the tree. Pull it like they're, they're showing you the path. Now, you still have to do it. But I, that, that's the biggest help that we have here is we can give you the tools, but we can be that spirit guide with you through the journey. And that significantly increases the percentage chances of you making it. Not everyone makes it. People still die. But that significantly increases those chances. And that's on you guys. Mm -hmm.